Blog Talk Radio. You have just tuned in to the Midweek Pick-Me-Up Energy Show, featuring professional officiant, tuning fork facilitator, and author, Marcy Ann Chief. In 1988, Marcy Ann discovered the quantum fields of energy and vibration, and since then her life has been a day-to-day experiment in knowing how to live in light energy for happiness, health, and wealth. She shares the principles and laws of light energy as they operate in everyday life, and now, here is Marcy Ann. Hello, everyone. I'm sure most of you know that old uh, uh, nursery rhyme we all learned when we were little kids. Humpty Dumpty sat on the wall. Humpty Dumpty had a great fall. And all the king's horses and all the king's men couldn't put Humpty Dumpty together again. So, you know, Humpty Dumpty's just in pieces on the ground. Nothing can be done to fix him. Well, I kind of think that's where we are today. You know, everything's in pieces on the ground, and nothing can be done to, to fix it now. No one, no one can put things back together again now. We've just knocked down all of our boundaries did you know there used to be a neighborhood in Northern California? It's a city called Burlingame. And the deeds to the property there said you had to be a white person to buy a house there. You know, now I think most of those boundaries are down now. Black people and Mexicans and Asians and Filipinos and criminals can now buy or rent a house just about anywhere they want to that they can afford. People can just say about anything they want to now out loud. (laughs) You know, we've always had that bitch in our head, but we didn't feel free to speak things out loud. But now, boy, watch out, because it's coming out. And now we can be a male or a female, regardless of our physical genitalia. Or we could be bisexual or maybe androgynous. And we used to have the what we called the holy state of matrimony, you know, the sacrament of marriage. But now we have same-sex marriage. We have biracial marriages. But more and more today, it's very common for people just to live together, being sexually active, of course, and a lot of times sharing expenses. They get their monies all messed up together. And because these people are sexually active, of course, it's common for there to be a pregnancy or two that comes along. These poor babies weren't planned. (laughs) They really get the bottom of the barrel. Some of them are saved by grandparents of these kids who did believe in getting married and planning to have children so they don't end up on a video on YouTube sitting in their car seat in the back seat of a car while their mom and their dad are sitting in the front seat whacked down on cocaine. Boy, we've sure dug up all the dirt and exposed everything about everybody, haven't we? Everything's now all out in the open for all to see. No secrets anymore. Everything is revealed. People can just say what they want to. People can just do what they want to, pretty much without any consequences. 
everybody's a winner now. Everybody gets the trophy, even if you didn't win. And everybody passes, no matter what. You know, no child left behind. It doesn't matter that he can't read or spell. You know, people want lives to matter, but there's just so much about life right now that just really doesn't matter anymore. It really doesn't matter that Wells Fargo criminally raped and plundered their bank account holders. No one's been arrested. No one lost their job. It doesn't matter whether you even know how to do your job. I mean, I recently signed up to take a class through the College Emeritus Program here in the retirement community where I live, and the information said that the theater class would be in the theater. I mean, duh. So I went to the theater, and I asked the girl at the front desk where the class was. And she said, dining room two, and it starts at 10 o'clock. And I said, no, no, this class starts at 9.15. And it was 9.15 while I was there. She said, no, it starts at 10. So I went to dining room two, and I waited until 10 o'clock, only to find out that there it wasn't a class that was starting then. It was a board meeting about the theater. Well, I asked the lady in charge if maybe she knew where it was, and she said, well, maybe it's at Clubhouse One. They sometimes do have classes there. So I drove over to Clubhouse One, but the woman in the reception office there said there wasn't any theater class at Clubhouse One. And I said, well, could you just please look it up on the on the computer and see where the heck it is. And she says, well, we just can't do that right now because we're running a software program to check all the temperatures in all the rooms right now. So I drove back to the theater. I went back to that young girl at the reception desk. It's now 1030, full hour and 15 minutes into the class. And I said, young lady, the class has to be here in the theater. Please check again. So she went back into the back office, and then she just comes out and she says, oh, okay, yes, that class is in the theater. Well, duh! (laughs) That girl had no idea what she was doing, what she was supposed to know. I mean, we could have had an earthquake or a fire, and she wouldn't have even known that there were people in the theater who needed saving. And she was so unapologetically blasé about the fact that because she didn't know how to do her job, nor did she particularly care about knowing how to do her job, that I had missed now almost an hour and a half of the class. You know, I wondered who'd hired her, who was responsible for training her to do her job. How much was she being paid? Because her pay comes out of the monthly maintenance dues that I pay to live in this retirement community and she looked at me like I was a stupid old woman and I looked at her as an ungrateful entitled spoiled brat whose salary I was paying and I didn't get to interview her for the job because I wouldn't have hired her because of her non-customer service non-caring attitude you know I think a lot of us should be really really grateful that we're not rich and famous You know, even though perhaps we've all wondered what that might be like. 
But could you have every single thing that you have ever done or thought about even exposed for all to see? Because I've made some colossal errors in my life. Because, you know, that's kind of the way life is, right? We learn by doing it. And then sometimes we learn we don't want to do it anymore. Or we learn that we like to do it. Or we know what we want and what we don't want. And we learn that some things work out, but some things don't work out. As my husband used to say, next. Wow, I'm glad that's over. Next. (laughs) So Humpty Dumpty can't be put back together again. But why did he fall off the wall in the first place? He had a great fall. Well, some of the things that are falling down today are great, big origins of this country. I was in the pool recently, and while I was doing my power walking back and forth, a Chinese lady began walking next to me. And it seemed she just couldn't wait to tell me her big complaint. She said she'd been to Macy's earlier that week to buy some cosmetics. And the woman who waited on her had on a burqa and a head covering, indicating that she was a Muslim. And she said she looked Persian, probably from Iran. And then she just ranted and raved about the Muslims and how dangerous they are and how Macy certainly shouldn't be hiring them And certainly they shouldn't be wearing their special clothing and that ridiculous head covering. So I asked her, where were you born? She said um, she was born in communist China, but that she had been here since she was 15. I said, well, how old are you? She says, oh, I'm 65 now. So this Chinese woman had lived in the United States for 50 years. And she still hadn't experienced the real truth about this country. Now, she said she was now a Christian and that this was a Christian nation and that we shouldn't allow Muslims to be here. So I just decided to speak my truth. And I said, Lady, the United States is the land of the free and the home of of the brave we were established on the idea of freedom of religion not one religion now yes the majority of the men who founded this country were Christians from the Church of England Protestants but they wanted separation of church and state and there was never to be a religion dictated by the government we are free here We are free to be a Christian or a Jew or a Hindu or a Buddhist or a Muslim or a witch or a Satanist or a Republican or a Democrat. (laughs) I mean, the majority of the people in this country do say that they are, are a Christian, but we are not a specifically designated Christian nation. We are a free nation. And Macy's hired that woman because she's good at her job. She's customer service oriented. She's trained to help you choose the best cosmetics for your skin color and eye color. That's what she's there for. 
the fact that she wears a burqa and a head covering just proves that this is the land of the free and the home of the brave. Well, this lady splashed off from me very disturbed by all my views. She probably will vote for Trump. Now, in the course of my career as a wedding minister, I've had memorable moments with the parents of uh, either my bride or the groom. And one memory is of a young man from Syria who had come to this country to go to college. And he had met a lovely Caucasian American girl from California and had asked her to marry him. And his mother and father came from Syria, of course, for the wedding. His mother was dressed in probably the most beautiful dress I have ever seen in my life. It, it looked like it was made of gold. The threads seemed like they were pure gold. And she also was covered in gold jewelry, which I'm sure also was pure gold. Her shoes were even made of a fabric that looked like it was sewn with gold. She was gorgeous. And after the ceremony, they came up to me together and speaking in broken English, thanked me for such a lovely ceremony. The lady curtsied to me, and the gentleman took my hand. But my most cherished memory is with the father of the bride, who was the second in command of the Communist Party in China. You know, he would be like the vice president. Now, first of all, it was amazing to me that he just flew to Los Angeles with his wife, rented a limo, and was driven down to Laguna Beach for the wedding. You know, no problems at all. A communist leader whose political philosophy is to take over the world <laughs> can just come to the U.S. for his daughter's wedding. And secondly, in China, a girl child isn't and hasn't been considered as important as a boy child. So here, this important man has had a girl child. So what did he decide for his girl child? He decided to send her to the United States of America, the land of the free and the home of the brave, to go to college at the University of California at Irvine. And while she was there, she met the love of her life, a white boy from Connecticut of English background with a history of Christianity and slavery. And what a rich and environment these two will provide for their children here in the land of the free and the home of the brave. And after the ceremony, this high official of the Communist Party of China came to me and elegantly bowed to me in the Asian tradition that says, the God in me salutes the God in me. You. Because interestingly, even though his daughter did do her ceremony in English, he couldn't speak any English. But I could see in his eyes such appreciation for my services. He took one of my hands in both of his hands, and he nodded his head up and down in a thankful and loving way that told me everything. Such a precious, profound moment. This is the precious, profound moment that has no boundaries. 
the only kind of boundary that we need to have, just loving and being loved. This is where we are all headed. This is why Humpty Humpty Dumpty's had this great fall, because we're going to rebuild something better, a way to get along that is full of accepting and allowing full of appreciation and respect, full of loving and being loved. You know what? As a community of people here on the earth, we really don't know much about loving and being loved yet. I mean, most of the earth is still in survival mode, barely a step above the animals in enlightenment. And in fact, the, the animals have a lot more experience about surviving than we do. You know, the different species in the animal kingdom stay together. They're empowered by the group. They don't mix and match according to current fads or personal whims. They know that their survival is dependent upon agreement within the order in order to be strong without. So perhaps this is the reason Humpty Dumpty has had such a great fall. Perhaps humans are now becoming into agreement within in order to survive. Because as we begin to explore that last, vast, unknown region, the interior of ourselves, we will find a place where we can begin to build on a new foundation of loving and being loved. And the very first person we are going to love is ourself. <laughs> well, how do we do that? I think we need to find out who we are. You know, like in any new relationship, we need to find out about ourselves. I just happen to be in a new relationship right now. I told God I was lonely. <laughs> so, poof. Right in front of me appeared a gentleman, whom I know, who I hadn't considered as a possible person to be in relationship with, but in the divine white light of truth, there he was, standing there. (laughs) So we've been seeing each other. Now, we're both seniors, and that's a lot of life that we both have lived before we met each other. And those experiences we have had in all of that other part of our life, all have had their part in making us who we are today. And this is true about ourselves when we're getting to know ourselves. All of these experiences we've had, how have they created the things that we believe today or things that we used to believe that we don't believe anymore? I mean, in my life, I've learned that love does not conquer all. This is a misunderstanding that everyone has about love. We believe that if we just love someone enough, they will then be who and what we want them to be, and and this is not true. We can't love someone into being or doing something else. We have to love them as they are. And if we don't love them as they are, well, then, you know, that's just it. I've had brides tell me that there was something about the groom that just drove her crazy. But I told, I tell them, you know 
That is who he is. If it drives you crazy now, after you're married, it will drive you away. You know, no one else has to fit our expectation. Each of us can only fulfill the expectations we make for ourselves. And then, you know what, even a lot of times we can't even do that. I mean, I set lots of goals for myself that I don't reach. I have the best of intentions, but when push comes to shove, I don't do it. So how can I set lofty or or even minimal expectations for someone else when I can't even meet my own requirements? You know, it's easy to sit in our easy chair and judge everything that's happening. I really get very tired of hearing all of those self-righteous news commentators who just love to tell the latest juicy story of what someone else just did. I'm kind of always reminded of that story in the Bible when the townspeople dragged a woman across the street and threw her at the feet of Jesus while they were protesting and carrying their signs and shouting and screaming, Whore! Slut! Prostitute! Jesus, we found this woman committing adultery. She has to be stoned. So Jesus said, okay, that's the law. So anybody here who has never, ever done anything wrong in their life, you can start the stoning. Any of you who are pure and innocent and have never done anything wrong in your life can all just join in and stone her. The terrified woman looked up into the face of Jesus and saw his only boundary, loving and being loved. It's speculated that this woman was Mary Magdalene, who did become Jesus' female companion in his human life. She's even pictured in Leonardo da Vinci's painting of the Last Supper of Jesus with all his disciples. She was the first person Jesus appeared to after he resurrected himself from the dead. She knew the plan, and she was waiting for him. Well, of course, all the ones that were going to stone her just sort of walked away. I mean, who's pure and innocent? No one. So here I just have to say something about the protesting of what's being being called um, radicalized Muslims doing with various and isolated cases of bombings here, there, and everywhere. We're just not going to be able to profile every single person that lives on the earth to know what is in their heart about what they believe and who they are. This is never going to be possible. There is no defense system that protects me from the evil that lurks in the hearts of men. When I was a little girl, there was a radio show called The Shadow, and the show would open with an eerie type of music And then a grave announcer would say, What evil lurks in the hearts of men? The shadow knows. And then the announcer would say that the shadow strikes terror in the hearts of evil men and mobsters and criminals. And perhaps in those bland days compared to now, we felt safe, even though we knew there really wasn't a person called the shadow But somehow we wanted to believe that there was a shadow person who was protecting us. You know, like we like to believe in Santa Claus and the Easter Bunny 
and we want to believe that Jesus is coming again, and we want to believe that the next president will make our lives safer, you know, like the shadow. But the only protection against the evil that lurks in the hearts of men is for each and every one of us to go into our heart and see what is there. Evil has no power of its own. The Bible says that all power is of God. So the only power that evil has is the power that we give to it. So right now, all of us are empowering the evil by giving it our time and attention and actually calling it evil. (laughs) If you've studied the sacredness of the Muslim religion as far as their idea of marriage and um, the relationship between a man and a woman, they're horrified by our promiscuity and our nakedness and our casualness about intimacy and having children in the family. They're, they're making a statement here against that. It's worthy to be blown up in their minds. They wouldn't call that evil. They would call it getting rid of evil. So... What is our engagement in this, all of this? In listening to the stories, or actually, you know, calling things evil, calling those things that be not as though they are, is the way the Bible says it. So anyway, uh, the evil is in the heart. It's only in each and every person's heart, and the only way we can get Um, rid of it (laughs) is to do what the Bible says. This is the way the Bible puts it. Whatsoever things are true, whatsoever things are honest, whatsoever things are just, whatsoever things are pure, whatsoever things are lovely, and whatsoever things are of good report, if there be any virtue, and if there be any praise, Think on these things, and the God of peace shall be with you. I believe the God of peace is the shadow we all want. So loving and being loved starts with us loving ourselves. And we can begin by beginning to only think about things that are honest and just and pure and lovely and virtuous and praiseworthy. And if you can't say anything nice about someone, then don't say anything at all. Take yourself out of this situation and go look at a gorgeous tree. (laughs) Here in California right now, all the pink trees are blooming. It starts in May with the purple trees blooming, and then in June the white trees bloom. And then begin the orange blossom trees. And now all of the pink trees are blooming. And you know what? It's just hard to stay mad and be upset about stuff (laughs) when you look at these gorgeous pink trees. You know what? The thing is, they know they're a pink tree. They don't bloom in May when the purple trees are blooming. They wait until now so that we can just enjoy them. Because they are pink blossoming trees. So what kind of human are you? 
I challenge you this week to find out something about yourself that you just absolutely love and begin then loving that part of yourself. Just love that part with all of your love. And then little by little you can find other stuff about yourself that you love and concentrate all of your energy right now on just thinking about yourself and loving each and every part of yourself. You know, don't worry about anybody else or anything else right now. Nothing else matters. Actually, only you, you matter. And make yourself matter by loving yourself with all of your love. And I'm going to be in touch with you as, and see how things are going for you. That's our show for today. Thanks so much for listening. You can contact Marcy Ann on her website, www.marcyann.com. You can also view all of Marcy Ann's videos on YouTube by putting Marcy Ann in the YouTube search window. You can download her book for free at www.mrwriteforme.com. And if you want to go into business for yourself, take a look at Marcy Ann's Weddings and Celebrations Business Startup Course at www.weddingofficiantschool.com. The Middle of the Week Pick Me Up Energy Show is broadcast live every Wednesday at 4 p.m. Pacific Coast Time from Marcian's Studios in Southern California. All shows are also archived and can be listened to at any time in any place in the world. <laughs>